Hello and welcome back to another episode of Startup Stuff Explained, the show where I explain startup stuff. In this episode, I want to talk about Pivot, the famous startup Pivot. You've probably heard it if you work in the startup industry, and if you haven't, then you can probably remember the term from when Ross Geller shouted, Pivot! In that famous episode when him and Chandler were trying to navigate a sofa up a flight of stairs. Whether you're a Friends fan or not, stay to the end of this video because I'm gonna make sure that you understand what a pivot is, how you can pivot, when you know when to pivot, and specifically some companies that you use the products of today that you'd be really shocked to see how they started and where they are today. So stay to the end for that. Now, the definition. The term originates from Eric Ries, who authored a book in 2011 called The Lean Startup, which is kind of the startup Bible today and still kind of is. I'll put a link below to the book on Amazon. What Eric Ries said was that startups will go through a series of course corrections during the life cycle of their startup journey. And what he meant by that is they're not vision changes, but a company's business strategies might have to adapt during the process of that journey. They might pivot business model, they might even change industry during their startup life cycle, but the vision never changes. And this is what he meant when it comes to a pivot. How do we know when we face these pivot decision-making points in our startup journey? For most of us, it's when we decide whether we should sell to a business, being a B2B business, business to business, or we sell to a customer, being a business to consumer customer. Both require different marketing, both require different team structures and different development cycles, right? So you, you face these pivotal points during your startup development cycle. It could be something about how to price yourself. Like, do you go freemium model? Do you provide a service for free and then you charge on top of that for extra features? Or do you just give it out to everyone for free and monetize through advertising? That's another model. But the million dollar question is, how do we know when we need to pivot? Number one, there is no progress in your product or company. So you might have built a product that you thought was a great idea at the beginning, you built the product, and then you start to test it. You use beta customers, beta testers, uh, you launch it, you might even get some paying customers, but you're getting very little feedback from them. They're not enjoying the product, or you're actually just getting no traction. No customers are joining the product cycle and the funnel. So you realize that, you know what, we need to pivot. We need to change who this product is for. That's a big pivot, a product pivot. Number two, there are too many competitors in the space. We see this a lot in the startup industry when it's a hot sector. Now you probably remember when the blockchain and Bitcoin boom was happening over the last few years, a lot of companies were created with products that were leveraged on Bitcoin or, or blockchain, right? And there was a boom in that space. So there was a lot of competition. So unless your product was one of the first ones or one of the most funded ones, you really had to stand out. So we saw a lot of companies who created products in that boom realize that, hold on a minute, they need to find some other unique selling point. And they pivoted, they changed industry and they changed their product to actually find some new blue ocean potential in what they were building. The third reason when you know you should probably pivot is when your customer needs change. And the only way you can know that your customer needs are changing is if you have a good understanding of your customer. And you can only have a good understanding of your customer if you're speaking to them, right? If you have that kind of dialogue, whether you're testing, you're validating different product features with this customer base, you'll have a good understanding of what they want and what they don't want, right? So you can get to a point where a customer has been loving your product for a period of time, but something changes. And you need to know and forecast when that change might happen to adapt your product to therefore service the customer with what they want. The fourth reason to pivot is the market changing. Now, this is a hard one to predict. Examples of this are in the dot-com boom or 2008 financial crisis, right? We all get affected. And even right now, like during COVID, 
we're all being affected, right? In some way, shape or form, we're all being affected. And you can't forecast that this was gonna happen. But when this happens, you need to pivot, you need to adapt. So an example of that would be the event industry, right? A lot of physical events that I used to host a lot of as well have been changed or canceled, right? So these event companies have had to go online and now they're all live streaming. So that was a pivot. They changed how they de delivered their product and they're trying to find different ways to monetize it too. So that's a good example of when to pivot. And the fifth reason that you might need to pivot is actually realizing that your whole product and vision was for the wrong industry. I've seen this recently with a startup that was creating digital business cards. They were doing a good job and they had a cool product, but they were struggling to monetize. No one was willing to pay for it. And that was their problem. They had a great product, people loved it, but no one wanted to pay for it. So they've been pivoting and trying different things and eventually they stumbled upon students leaving and going to university, leaving school and going to university. They needed some metric to maintain the details from one another. So this company pivoted into that space, providing them with a QR code. It's called Mingle, I'll put a link below. And guess what? Now they're monetizing, everybody loves it and the company's doing really well. All right, but how do you pivot? Another massive question. Now there's no short answer for this and there's no one size fits all. For every company, it's different. But that's why you need to have as much time spent on speaking to customers, to your team, to your advisors, investors, to understand if they agree with your, your, your hypothesis for the pivot. You should have a reason why the pivot makes sense. Typically, it might be that obviously you've tested that new market already. So before you make a major pivot, you should maybe try to test it. If it's an easy thing to do, whether it's selling to a new market or trying a new marketing funnel, do that. Spend the time and energy to speak to people in the industry. And guess what? Here's a top tip. Speak to your competitors as well. If you should hopefully have a good dialogue with them already, um, try to understand how they have moved and adapt. Maybe you're following them or maybe you're ahead of the curve. Be careful about not letting them all know your brilliant idea, of course. But the more people you speak to, the more chances you have of making a successful pivot. Another really good point when you're trying to make that pivot is understanding what you should keep and what you should get rid of. Because you might have been developing and building a specific product for an industry that you decided to move away from for months or years, and you might think that you need to start from scratch. That's not true. Do not mistake the things that you've done as mistakes because that's something that startups do time and time again. They might even change their whole new team out. New people come in, they wanna do things in their own new way, build from scratch again, right? That's not always the best strategy. So when you're in the process of approaching a pivot, you should figure out what are the pros and cons, you know? How much of our product can we maintain? How much do we need to redevelop? Uh, and have that pros and cons and, and figure out exactly what's the true cost of the pivot. It might just be time, it might just be loss of momentum, Hopefully it's not too much loss of cost and loss of team, but also another thing to bear in mind when you're pivoting is, if your employees bought into the vision and an industry at the beginning, and then you decide to change all of that, you need to take some time to speak to your employees and your team to make them on side, bring them on side, that the pivot is the right idea, and also that they wanna work in a company that's now working in a whole different industry, developing a new product. Bear that in mind, communication is key when it comes to a pivot, both to your customers and to your team. You know when you started your company, you knew everything and anything there is to know about the industry. The facts, the figures, the CAGR, the compounded annual growth rate, all those things that you told to your investors and your team that gave them confidence in you knowing what you were doing. You shouldn't just pivot based on the fact that things aren't working in your current process. Pivot based on understanding that there's a growth potential and a growth opportunity in a new space, right? The worst thing would be to pivot into an industry that's not growing or, or that's even declining. 
you might be selling the product, but still it's a declining industry, right? So think about knowing exactly what that industry uh, is going, where it's going, how big it is, knowing your competitors. So a pivot should never be taken lightly, but it should also be something that's on the cards because all startups pivot at some point. And lastly, I promise you some hilarious examples of products you use today that started out very differently. Now, YouTube, we're in that right now, the YouTube world. Do you know what YouTube started out as? YouTube started out as a dating platform. Uh, yeah, honestly. And their slogan was tune in and hook up. That's literally what YouTube's slogan was at the beginning. Now look at them today. They're the second largest search engine in the world after Google. They're also owned by Google. And they're the number one streaming video viewing platform in the world, right? Pretty big pivot from dating to what they are today. Another really great example of current market pivots is companies like Gap, Nike, Brooks Brothers, Zara even. You might know these companies as garment producers, right? Shoemakers or, or jeans makers, right? But during the COVID pandemic, they took some of their factories and they realized that they could change the output product of these factories to make masks, to make garments to be worn in uh, medical conditions, to help people solving uh, the health issues around COVID. Really great pivot. That's a beautiful one. Another really good one is LVMH and Procter & Gamble who make products like perfumes and fragrances pivoted a lot of their manufacturing processes to make hand sanitizers to be sold around the world. So those are two really great examples of companies that took advantage uh, of the current negative climate and actually created some good out of it. They started creating products that were really needed in the market today, also helping them increase their sales or maintain their sales. That's another example of a really great pivot. Good for all of us as well. That's it from this episode of Startup Stuff Explained. Thank you for watching. Make sure to like the video if you got some value out of it. And if you didn't or you want us to cover some other terms, we're still learning. So make sure you leave a comment so that we can actually grow and develop. And if there's a term missing, one you want to be covered, we'll be happy to make a video about that for you. And subscribe to our channel, Lunacorn, on YouTube, where we do behind the startup scenes around the world. Right now I'm in Barcelona coming at you every single week four times with some really cool content on what it's like to build and what it's like to grow and scale a startup from the local entrepreneurs based out of here. So thank you so much for watching. I'll see you in the next video.